Hi, and welcome to the Hollywood Dream Maker Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo. I'm a 35-year veteran actor. I'm the kid who came out to Hollywood with 200 bucks in my pocket and a one-way ticket when I was 18. Didn't know a soul out here, and I've been living my dream ever since. I've had an amazing career. I've been an Academy Award-winning film, blockbuster film, hit TV series. You name it, I've done it, and I got the IMDb credits to prove it. Six years ago, I opened up my own school, the Manhattan Actor Studio, where I found my true passion. That's teaching the craft of acting, but not only teaching the craft of being the guy. Success leaves clues. I know how to make dreams a reality. I did it for myself, and I do it on a daily basis for my students. And I can help you achieve yours. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the Hollywood Dreammaker podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo, and I am super excited to do this podcast with the founder and the owner of the Manhattan Model Studios. She's a model that's been in the business for over 20 years. She's graced the covers of magazines. She's been in movies. She's been in commercials. She's done it all. She's one of the most amazing women I've ever met in my whole life. She's not only beautiful on the outside, she's not a supermodel to me, but she's more beautiful on the inside. That is why I married her. I want to welcome Diana Gallo to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, babe. Hi, my love. How you doing? I'm doing great. So, you know, I wanted to have you back on the podcast. You know, you've done the podcast before. We did a a podcast where we sat together and we talked, but you know, I really, I, I first, I got to tell you, I'm blown away by what you've done. And you know, I, I share a studio with you. You know, I have the Manhattan Model Studio to my left, and I'm in the Manhattan Actor Studio right now. You know, and you know, a few years back, you said you wanted to retire from your nine to five job that you had, which you know, during that time, you. You know, you had a, this full-time job, but you you were also pursuing your dreams as being a model. So, what, you know, I, I was blown away that you would like, you know, on your lunch hour, you would like go and change and go to a modeling thing. And, you know, and you were booking jobs. I mean, I, I was you doing all this stuff, but you were really you were pursuing this modeling career and you were working all the time. I mean, I I was blown away. I mean, I remember times where you were like, oh, I just booked the Caesars Palace commercial, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, they're paying me $25,000. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like $25,000 that, you know. That, Wait, I mean, doesn't I was, Caesars know. Palace usually take your money? This yeah. Time so, you know, but, I mean, we got a great story about what go. happened during that that Caesars Palace shoot, but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit, you okay. know? So, you know, I created the podcast to inspire artists to follow their dreams, whether you want to be an actor or you want to be a model, you know, I've had stunt coordinators, you know, whatever it is, your dream that it's possible, right? If a kid like me can come out to Hollywood at 18 with 200 bucks in my pocket, a one way ticket, didn't know a soul, just had a dream and I made the dream a reality, then why can't the listener out there, right? I mean, you had a dream uh, of being a model and you went after it, even on your lunch hours, but and you made the dream a reality. And now what you're doing just blows me away because I see these girls or, or guys coming out of your side of the studio and I see them transform. I mean, I literally have given you some of my actors. It's almost like finishing school. They go with you and they come out and they're like these confident. I mean, they're walking out. I'm teaching the craft of acting. You're, you're taking it to another level. 
and you know you're 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 getting your models agents and they're working and they're booking jobs and i'm just blown away by what you're doing i mean you're you know they call you the model maker the model coach your clients you know <laughs> but you're you're really you're you're making their dreams a reality. They come like for me, they knock on my door. They have a dream of bec about becoming an actor. When I'm done with them, they're working actors. You know, I mean, it's all day long. I had somebody today, one of my young, my actresses, she, you know, she just started with me and she had zero experience. And today she sent me a text. She got that part in that film. And wow. it, was just, it was so exciting. Isn't that the best feeling? I yep. mean, that is what lights me up. I got a, a text from a mom today. I had submitted her daughter, 10-year-old daughter, to an agency, and they're interested in her. I think I get more excited than they do because I'm <laughs> like, oh, my God, my job is done. Like, this is what lights me up, and I know it lights you up, too. It's just an amazing feeling to know that what we're teaching and what we're our intention is to, like, help people and to help them be successful quicker and not have to go through all of the the mistakes that well that I know I went through. It's like I teach them what I wish I knew when I got started. Like let's get there quicker, faster, safer, you know? And so then to see them succeed, that's everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you really hit the nail on the head when you said safer because, you know, especially for models, male, female, but, you know, especially pretty girls in this industry, you know, it's, it, you have to be careful. It's, there are some, some bad people out there. So you really have to know, you know, what you're doing. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Like, you know, in the industry, some things that, you know, people should be aware of? Yeah, there's a few things. There's a few red flags. Um, so like I mentioned, when I first got started, I mean, I always wanted to be a model since I was in my teens. And a lot of people would tell my parents like, oh, she should be a model. You know, my parents are um, from Mexico. They're immigrants. And a lot of my family would say, oh, la Diana está bonita. Es el modelo está alta, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my parents were like, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to navigate that or, or where to start or anything. So it wasn't until I left for college that I decided I would go out on my own and figure it out, you know, and you don't know what you don't know, especially when you're younger, you're kind of like naive and you're like, oh, oh, K-Rock said there's this open casting call in downtown L.A. I'm going to go check it out, you know, or um, I remember going to to it was, I don't know, like a modeling school or something and. I went and they wanted to charge me like thousands, like $10,000 to be in this school. And they made all these promises. And in the meantime, they're like, oh, and by the way, there's this casting call in downtown LA. Here's the address. Here's the photographer's name. And it's for some print job. And you should go. And I was like, oh, great. Okay, I'll go. So jump in my car. I had a little Volkswagen Beetle at the time that used to break down on me like every other day, the one that blew up on me on the way to the Janet Jackson concert. But that's a whole different story. We won't. I uh, I won't go into that story. But anyway, so I show up and I remember that the casting and I, I'm doing the air quotes was on Hoover Street in the outskirts of downtown L.A. And if anybody is from the L.A. area, you know that that area is very bad not a good area. 
I pull up in my little beetle. I'm probably about 19 or 20 years old. And it's a house. And it's this like, it's a house up some stairs. And it looks like it's this old kind of house that's kind of falling apart. I know Red you're flag. shaking your head. You're like, <laughs> what are you, you doing? It's <laughs> like a scary movie when you're like, no, don't go into the house. Yeah. Run the other way, right? But I'm going to be famous if I go into that house. I'm going I'm to go check it out. I'll be fine, right? I go in there, do, 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 do. I walk up. There's another model. They're finishing up with her, and it's a photographer. Um, and then this old, like, slimy, sleazy-looking old man who's kind of telling the photographer, like, what to do. So I'm waiting. They asked me to wait um, in this house, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, oh, this is not good. Like, what am I doing here? And then I look, and there's, like, a dead bird on the floor. <laughs> like a mangled dead bird. Bad and there's sign. cats, like cats are like, you know, hanging out. And and then they're like, okay, um, it's your turn. Go into the bathroom and put on this bra and come out. And I was like, uh, okay. So I go and I just take off. Like I just like leave the house run to my car, get into my car as soon as possible, lock my door, and I race off. And I was like, what the heck was that all about, right? So so red flag is like, don't go to any casting that you don't know who they are or you don't know anything about them. Like, check them out on imdb.com. Check them out on the internet. Ba back then, we didn't have internet, right? So I, there was no way for me to, like, verify who these people were or anything. And I didn't have an agent. Usually agents will make sure, most of the good agents will make sure that the client they're working with is legitimate. So so that's one red flag. Another one is anytime that a so-called scout or an agency wants to sign you or wants to, uh, they're interested in you, but you have to pay money to be in their agency. That's a scam. You should never have to pay any money. Yeah, I don't, want to I, I don't want to mention any names of Barbizon. <laughs> you know, there, there, there are, there are, if they're scouting you at the mall, you're, it's red flag. Right. If they're scouting you at the mall, mm, I've heard many, many, many stories from parents who might have like teenage daughters or younger kids and they'll be scouted. Somebody will, meaning what's, what, what that means when they're scouted is you're at the mall, you're at the grocery store. Some random person comes up to you and says, oh, your daughter, for example, is so pretty. She should be a model. Here's my card. Give us a call. You call them and they're like, oh, yes, come on in for an appointment or send us some photos. And then they're like, we totally want to sign them. It's just $3,000 to get them started or $5,000 or $30 a month to put them on our uh, board, right? Sure. That's not how it works. Once you have an agent, they get paid when you get paid. So if you get a job that pays $1,000 for the day and they're getting a 20% commission, they will get their $200. When that $1,000 check comes in, they will take their $200 and then you get your $800. There should never be any money exchange up front until you're working. Great advice. Yeah. I mean, if they're asking for money up front, it's a scam. 
You know, if they're telling you, you know, oh, you should shoot with our photographer and there's he's a thousand dollars, you know, probably getting kickbacks from the photographer. It's a scam. So red flag, red flag. But the right. Beauty- but there, you know, so speaking of photographers, there are agents that have their list of preferred photographers. Sure. These are the photographers we like because they know what our niche is. They know what to shoot that works for our clients. So you pay the photographer. It's just a preferred photographer. It's not necessarily like they're, um, you know, taking kickbacks or or working for the agency. Uh, absolutely. But if that's coming from a reputable agency, a list of photographers, then, you know, it, it's probably OK. You know, you do want to have a, a list of photographers, not just one photographer. Let them right. so you can choose which one you want to yes. go to. So, you know, it's not yes. like, oh, they only have one photographer meeting to right. go to. Yeah, totally. And then this way you can look at their portfolio. You can ask them how much they charge and you go with the one you're comfortable with. But what I'm saying is, is like you don't want to go out and spend a thousand bucks on some photos that some some fugazi photographer is going to take some pictures of you. And then you're going to go to that modeling agency and they're going to go, you know, these pictures are horrible. But you need to be a photographer, you know, so you've already spent a thousand dollars on pictures you can't use. Yes. And that that is such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because. I always tell my clients, my students, do not spend a lot of money on photos up front because once an agency signs you, they're going to want the photos that fit their vibe, their niche, their clientele. And they are going to have you, most likely, they're going to have you take new pictures. So you don't want to go out and spend all this money, like you said, $1,000, just to have professional photos done. And then they're like, well, these are great, but they don't work for us and for our clientele. So go out and take new photos. So now you're spending another, you know, five to $1,000. Not only that, if you're brand new, a lot of the agencies, at least in LA, when they're taking submissions, meaning they're open to taking submissions from people um, via their website, they usually want digitals. They want iPhone pictures. They don't want professional pictures because they want to see what you look like without the makeup, without the filters, without the lights, without the professional, you know, make me look awesome lights. They want to see what do you look like right now. And they usually don't want any makeup. And they will tell you, like, pose in this way. We want a full body. We want a three-quarter. We want a close-up, one smiling, one not smiling. So you could have all these glamorous, beautiful shots. They don't want to see any of them. No. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, so that's kind of, that could be a waste of time and money. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with acting, too. You know, I mean, right now, uh, casting directors are more likely to, you know, look at a piece of footage like some self-tapes instead of some produced thing that you shot, this demo reel, this expensive thing, because they want to know that you're going to be able to deliver, like even agents, they want to know that you're going to be able to deliver a self-tape that makes them look good, not yeah. not something that's been produced by somebody else. So instead yeah. of an agent or a manager, instead of looking at a, a produced demo reel, I want to see what you're going to be able to deliver when you have an audition and a self-tape. Correct. Yeah. I recently talked to an agent that said, I want to see their audition tape. Because if you think about it, that's what's going to get them the job, right? So if you don't know how to audition or you don't know how to do a self-tape, you're dead in the water. So how important is it for models, 
somebody that wants to get into the modeling to know acting? Oh, my gosh. That is such a great question. It's so important. Um, I can't emphasize that enough. Um, when I first got started and signed with an agency, first of all, I didn't get signed with a, a legitimate agency till I was almost 30 years old. So for 10 years, I was kind of like just floundering, not knowing what to do. And, you know, like you said, I was working full time. But finally, when I was almost 30 years old, I got a real agency, a real modeling agency. So in my mind, I thought, fabulous. I'm going to do all kinds of print work. I'm going to be in magazines and runway shows. Nope. My very first audition was for, I believe it was like an oil of LA commercial. And I didn't know how to audition. I didn't know how to slate my name. I just copied the girl that luckily I got to watch audition right before me. So I was like, okay, that's the slate and this is what we need to do. I'm just going to copy her. So I did not book that part. But my second audition was for a Diet Dr. Pepper commercial. National. Huge. National meaning it's going to air all across the United States. It yeah, was, it was a, a huge commercial. Great campaign. It was a ca yeah, and it was a cattle call. I remember walking into the um, casting office in Studio City. And first of all, there's never parking, right? Anytime you go to a casting in L.A., there's no parking. <laughs> so so I'm, I had to park really far, and I'm, like, looking at all these other people parking, and there's all these gorgeous models. And I'm like, I walk in and it's packed, like it's a cattle call. And there's all these beautiful boys, like men and women, right? And um, and I'm like, oh, what am I doing here? Like, I don't belong here. Like, these people are like amazing, you know? So I go in to audition. They had us audition, probably six of us standing next to each other. And they asked us to do some acting. Like we had to, it was a spoof on Baywatch. So it was called Green Baywatch. So we were like lifeguards, but in the snow, in the commercial. Okay. So they had us audition in a swimsuit and we had to like pick up binoculars and act like we saw something in the distance. And we had to do some acting. There was no modeling involved. We didn't have to stand there and pose or walk the runway. It was like you had to act. And, the, and there was, they gave us direction. So I booked that job, um, and it was great. And it was a two-day shoot. It was so much fun. We were on a, on a set that had fake snow, and we had fake snowmobiles and a fake frozen lake. I mean, it was amazing. Did you but get was all... your SAG card from that? No. Okay. I did not. Yes, it was a, it was a non-union job. They, they, I remember they paid you a lot of money for that non-union job, like yeah, some ridiculous it, amount of money. It, I paid me uh, over $20,000 for two days' work. That's and crazy. a fitting. Yeah. yeah. And it aired everywhere. It was amazing. But, um, but, you know, the whole time I was on set, it was all acting. Luckily, I had taken some acting in college and in high school, so I was comfortable with it. It wasn't completely foreign to me. But after that, I, I learned my lesson, and I'm like, I'm going to take commercial acting classes, and I started taking more acting classes consistently. And it just made me, uh, it helped me to book more jobs as a model. And I, I believe that now more than ever, you have to know all, like, all the basic skills. Like, it's crucial to master True. these I would say four basic skills. 
You have to know how to pose, right? Because print, um, not only print, but social media, like you're always constantly having to pose everywhere you go. Um, the next thing is you have to know how to do the catwalk, right? Or what if you get called to a runway show? And runway is more diverse than ever. So you don't have to be, you know, 20 years old, size zero, five eleven. Like you can be my age. You could be, you can have a, a physical disability. You can be a petite model. Like it's opened up a lot. But my point is that you need to know some runway. You also need to know how to audition. If you can't audition, you are not going anywhere. Like if you go to an audition, you freeze up. You don't know what to do. You're nervous. You, you know, they're like, oh, do your profiles. And you're like, like robotic or something like deer in the headlights. You're not going to book the job, you know. And then the final thing is acting. You have to know how to do some acting. And I've noticed that the last few jobs that I've booked, I've met models on set that are like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm not an actress. And at the same set, there's actresses going, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm not a model. Hmm. Well, because they had us do both. It was print and video. So it was a commercial and a print campaign. And I keep hearing that more and more and more. So with my students, I always teach them all of the basics. And I always say, you have to know how to act. What if you come into a print campaign one day and you have the worst headache or you're, you're dead tired, you know? And they're like, okay, this is for Crest or for Colgate. Shows your beautiful whites and shows how happy you are. Well, you need to bring it. They don't care if you're not feeling well. They're paying you money to be the model, meaning you are their mannequin. You are their canvas. And they're going to have you, they're paying you to do a certain job. So maybe you are someone who is very happy-go-lucky and you're always like joking around and playing around and da 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 And they're like, we want you to be intense and depressed because this is a campaign for an antidepressant. Well, do you know how to do that? Right. So these are skills that are just crucial. What blows me away is you've been doing this for over 20 years and you are on fire. I mean, you've been booking job after job after job after job. I think you work working more now than you did when you first started out. Can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Yeah, I think I am. And I'm in I'm 54. So there's definitely you look amazing. Well, thank you. There's definitely a demand for women of my age. And modeling has changed a lot in the last decade. Like, I think, you know, like I said earlier, it's more diverse and there's more work for people of all backgrounds, all shapes, sizes, colors, ages. So I think, you know, years ago, people would think, oh, models have to look this certain way. And I don't believe that anymore. I, I actually think that there's so much overlap between modeling, commercials, acting, print, that there's opportunities for everyone. And when I did get started, uh, you know, I was working full time. So I would run to auditions 
um, at, during my lunch break and I was always stressed out and I had a bag of clothes in the car. I had my headshots in the car. I had my Z cards. Z cards are, you know, comp cards that models carry around like a business card. So I had everything in the car. So if you remember, I would lunchtime, I'd like race to Santa Monica or race to downtown or race to Orange County, race back to work, change my clothes in the car. And then if I got lucky enough to book something, I would ask for the day off um, from work. But I think a couple things happened, you know, since then. Number one, I retired from where I was working and dedicated myself full time to teaching and to modeling. So I made space, right? And so I feel like the universe, when you make space for something to come in, things happen. Like, I think you're showing the universe, like, I am ready. Let's do this. And things start to happen because you've made space for it. Not only that, now I'm not as stressed out trying to run from one place to another. Now, if I get an audition, it's usually self-tape. So I have more time to prepare. I can, you know, do the self-tape when I'm ready, when I have the time. If it's in person, I'm always more calm now. I don't feel like, you know, my energy is different. Um, And so, and because of that, I'm more confident. I feel more confident. Um, I was on set last week for a hair project and I had the lights on me. I had the director. I had the clients. There was about five or six of them watching. I even had the the creator of the hair product was there. Um, I had the, you know, the lighting guys. I had everybody watching me and I had to act. But I have never felt so confident. And I think it's because I I am practicing what I preach. I'm trying to, you know, I tell my clients, like, when you come into an audition, take a deep breath. Do some breathing before you go in. Ground yourself. You know, do some uh, 4-4 breathing so you feel balanced and grounded and calm. What Um, is 4-4 breathing for the people who don't know? 4-4 breathing is so simple. It really calms down the central nervous system if you're feeling which— we used to say nervous. Now we call it excited, right? We replace the word, oh, I'm nervous with, I'm excited. So you simply breathe in for four. You count, you know, one, two, three, four, and you breathe in through the nose. And then you hold it for one breath or for one beat. And then you exhale through your nose for four. So it's kind of like one, two, three, four, hold it four, three, two, one, you exhale and all through the nose. And so what happens is when you breathe this way, you're telling your nervous system, everything's okay. We're not in danger because we're breathing so calmly. And so it just changes the way you feel and kind of the, you know, the physiology of your body. And so you just go in and you feel calmer. And so I think that has helped me a lot. But, you know, for the listeners out there, you know, I remember when you first signed with your new commercial agent, it didn't happen so fast, right? You know, I mean, at first, yeah. you know, can we talk about that? Because now yeah. you're on fire. Now you can't stop booking <laughs> jobs. But let's talk about when you first got there. Well, and it's such a great lesson for actors and models because, or for anybody for that matter, I got a new commercial agent about, I, it's going to be two years, but for the first almost year, I was going on audition after audition after audition, and I wasn't booking anything. And I was being placed on a veil, meaning on hold, meaning I was, you know, 
like in the final stage of right before you get booked. And and then the, I would get released. And so I told you a couple of times, like, maybe this isn't for me anymore. Like, maybe, you know, my time has passed. I don't know. Maybe what, what there's no work for. What did I say? You said you can't give up. You have to. You have to keep going. Yeah, because My every no, every no brings you closer to a yes. Yeah, that so is exactly keep, what you said. You got to keep banging on a door, getting some no's, and eventually it's going to turn into a yes. And that's what happened. You know, those mm-hmm. no's all of a sudden became yeses, and now those yeses are, you know, now they're booking you without even auditioning you. They want to just put you yeah. on a bill. So, yeah. you know. And I think what happens, too, is once you book something, you're like, you you know your confidence level goes up and once your confidence level goes up you book another thing and because you're more confident you become more successful but that only comes with you being in the game if you give up you're never going to know what could have been on the other side so i always tell my clients you have to be in the game to book something it it might take a while or you might book the first thing you audition for but you can't give up because eventually you're going to book something and then, you know, that's just going to be the first of many. Yeah, I can't tell you how many of my actors that, that knocked on the door and they were, you know, studying with me. They they got into business. They're going out on auditions. They're frustrated. They come reaching to me going, I, you know, I feel like I should give up. And I'm like, no, no, no. Just keep going. Keep mm-hmm. going. And now they're booking jobs left and right because they didn't give up. I mean, if you quit, you're going to fail. There's no way you're going to succeed. But if you stay in it and you know that it's a roller coaster ride and, you you know, it's you're going to get some no's. You know, there may be months you don't get any auditions and then you're going to get three in a day. You know, so yeah. it's just a roller coaster ride. It's a seesaw. You just got to be in it for the whole ride and hold on and, and just work on your craft and be confident and know that mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time before somebody says yes. And the most important thing is you got to take that first step. So when I get a new client in here, I congratulate them immediately. I'm like, the fact that you are here right now is kudos to you because so many people want to be a model or an actor, but they're too scared to make that phone call to just say, let me try it. Let me just sign up. Let me just dip my toes in the water. Let me see if this is for me. Because once they get here or once they start with you, they realize, oh, this is doable. I have the the roadmap now. I know how to navigate this. I know what to do. And it's one step at a time. It doesn't happen overnight, right? You have to learn certain skills, take certain steps. And it's one thing at a time, one thing at a time. And then eventually you are going to have an agent. You are going to go on auditions. You are going to book stuff then it's just going to snowball from there. But a lot of people don't even take that first step. But I feel like if you take that first step and you just get here, then you're like, okay, I'm here. I did it. I survived. I'm okay. Oh, I did that scary audition or that scary thing that Diana is teaching me and I was so nervous, but I did it and I'm getting better each week. You know, and it's amazing to see because I always videotape my clients from day one and then you see the difference so quickly within a few sessions. They're like, oh, my God, the difference from my my first Mm -hmm. day to now is like like they're so amazed when they see themselves, you know. And so I always tell them if you can 
do this and overcome the fear of trying this, imagine what else you can do. Yeah. You got to be willing to fail. You got to be, you know, you got to put your, you paying your dues. I mean, you got to come in, you got to, you know, you got to be willing to leap. And if you fall down, you dust yourself off, you get back up and you try again and you learn and you grow and you keep working on your craft and, you know, you keep, you know, getting a little, I don't know, a little part and this, you know, it's, it's about paying your dues. It's about getting some experience, especially in this, you know, non-union pool, because you're not in the, the, the screen actors guild or whatever you, you want to get some of that experience in, in non-union, get a little IMDB credit, get a little thing on your resume, because, you know, if you go to an agent or a manager and they want to meet with you, they're going to go, okay, what have you done? And right. you're going to go, well, I haven't done anything. Well, they're going to say, come back to me in a year from now when you have got some experience under your belt. So right. right now it's about getting that experience. So when you do look for an agent or a manager, they go, well, I just finished a commercial. I did this. I did that. And I go, oh my gosh, you did all this without an agent. Imagine yeah. if I got you out on the national commercials, I'm going to make money off of you. You know, yeah. you're, you're a product, you, you're selling a product to Hollywood. You got to know what you're selling. Yeah. And the beauty of, of the way things work today is that you don't have to wait to get an agent to start mm -hmm. working. There's so many things that you can do right now, like even when you're brand new to the business, right? You could go to Central's Casting and sign up to do background work. I used to do that when I was getting started, and I did huge movies. I was in a movie with Steven Spielberg and Tom Cruise, Susan Sarandon, Goldie Hawn, Eddie Murphy. Did I get paid a lot? No, but I learned some valuable lessons being on set with like these big feature films. I learned about the directors, the actors, how the actors worked, you know, how the wardrobe people worked, how the makeup people functioned, how, I mean, I got to see Steven Spielberg five feet away from me talking to Tom Cruise, directing him. Like, how do you get that? You know, that's all knowledge. Um, and then you've got the casting websites right now where you can submit yourself to these national commercials or even feature films. So you don't have to feel stuck. You don't have to feel like there's nothing you can do. If you take that first step and you start finding yourself work, you're going to feel empowered and it's just going to, it's going to fire you up to do more. Now, you know, you talked about earlier about, you know, going to these modeling jobs and having your Z cards and your stuff, you know, that, all of that's changed now because of social media, right? You know, you're not walking around with your book, your portfolio anymore. I mean, your portfolio is in your back pocket, right? That's yeah. your, your cell phone where you're going to have your stuff on Instagrams to promote mm -hmm. yourself as a model. So can we talk about social media and what, you know, models should think about as far as social media? Yeah, so models, even if you're an aspiring model, you should start to think about your brand. My recommendation is to create an Instagram handle that is dedicated to portraying you as a model. Um, so your posts are going to be aspirational. They're going to be positive. They're going to show you in a good light where you're, you know, healthy and vibrant and you're doing good things. You're staying away from anything that's controversial or political or negative, like everything you post is you having a good time. And what I mean by good time is like, you know, not partying and, you know, doing crazy stuff, but like, 
you know, maybe working out or having a healthy meal, walking your dog, being with your family, also posing, doing beautiful photos of yourself. Sure. Um, because casting directors, um, when you go to a casting, they will ask you for your Instagram handle and they will check it. They want to see, do you really look like your photo, right? Because if I submit a photo that's 10 years old and then they go on Instagram and they're like, wait a minute, she does not look like that. And she just mm -hmm. posted this Instagram reel yesterday. So that's a big no-no. So they they are looking at your Instagram. Also, they want to see, you know, does do, do you vibe with the brand that you're auditioning for? So say you're auditioning for Lululemon, and they go on your Instagram or your TikTok, and this is not the greatest example, but you're eating bonbons on the couch and watching movies, or you're, you know, I don't know. Yeah, if they if you had some pictures of you doing yoga, <laughs> versus you doing yoga or being healthy or being positive, right? So they're looking to see what do you stand for, what is your brand, and does it jive with our brand? Yeah. So I think it's really important that you highlight stuff like, okay, I do do yoga, I surf, I, I play yes, volleyball, I work out, you know, what are you selling? Like, this is my special skills, because mm -hmm. sometimes those special skills is what's going to get you in the door. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I'm looking for, uh, you know, a girl who plays volleyball, and you have volleyball videos on your social media. I'm going to go, oh my gosh, this, this let's bring her in. She looks perfect. Perfect match. Before. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I met a mom recently on another set on another job that I did. And her son is a skateboarder. He's like eight years old, but he's a little skater. So he's got the cute long hair and mm. he's working all the time. And so her Instagram and his is all portraying him doing all, you know, skateboarding. So if you know how to surf or if you know how to dance, um, whatever you're good at, you want to put that on your Instagram handle or That's TikTok. True. Yeah. Cause they will ask you for that. Uh, as far as like a book, meaning like a portfolio that you walk around with, that doesn't really, I don't see that anymore. Um, once in a while they'll ask for the comp card and I wish I had one here so I could show you guys what a comp card is. But basically if you do like a, here we go. If you do like a runway show, this is a comp card. They also call them Z cards. So they have your headshot in the front and your measurements and your name, a few body shots in the back, and then your agent's info. And so like nowadays, if you go to a fashion show or a, um, an audition for a runway show, the designers will ask you for one of these. And you can make these, you can get these done professionally or you can make them at home. But other than that, like I don't take these to castings anymore. Like I said, unless I'm going to a, a an audition for a runway show, I don't need this. Okay, so last question. If you could go back and talk, give you the little you some advice about life, about modeling, about pursuing your dreams, what would that be? That's a good one. Because for many years, I wish that I had not worked full-time where I did, and just pursued modeling full-time so that I could have traveled the world. But now that I'm older and wiser, I realize that that was not the path that was meant for me. The path that I took was perfect for me, and I wouldn't change a thing about it. Because the job I had, 
You know how they say you can't connect the dots until later and you look back? Like Steve Jobs has a famous quote about connecting the dots looking back. If I, or now that I am am where I am and I look back, I'm like everything I did prepared me to create the Manhattan Model Studio. Working where I worked, I learned how to manage people in a positive way. And I learned how to teach because I always had to train my employees. Like I had to be very detailed in how I trained and taught people certain things. And now I'm doing that. But now I'm teaching something that I love. And so I just feel like the path, I would have told myself, like, relax, your path is perfect. And everything's going to make sense one day. Just chill. Mm, Great advice. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Exactly. The universe has your back. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So, so I lied. One more question. So if, (laughs) um, if I'm a model or I'm an actor or I want to get into the commercial, you know, like what is, what is your advice? I mean, I know that you have a, a digital course that's selling like hotcakes because it's really awesome. I mean, I watched it the other day and I was blown away what you created. How do people get in touch with you? How do they buy your digital course? You know, what are your, how do they contact you? So the easiest way to contact me is through Instagram. It's at at Manhattan Model Studio. So Manhattan, like Manhattan, New York, Model Studio. And you'll see my link tree there. I am currently putting, I have a workshop coming up here in Manhattan Beach, here at the studio on March 16th. It's uh, called Jumpstart Your Modeling Career in One Day Boot Camp. So basically, I'm going to teach the three skills, the crucial skills you need to learn to break into modeling, which is posing, runway, and auditioning. And as a bonus, I'm going to teach my clients how to start getting work on their own, even if they don't have an agent yet. So in other words, you learn these basic skills in one day, and then you can go out and start submitting yourself on jobs. Um, So that's March 16th. There is a link in my link tree on Instagram, so you can sign up for that. I also have my digital course, which is a little bit more. It's called The Four Steps to Break into Modeling. So that's more about, like, the steps you need to take to actually find an agent and start working. So either one of those classes, if you're new to modeling, would be a, a great place to start. So if they're in town, they should probably come to your workshop. If they're maybe out of state, they should get the digital course because it's there's so much value in that course. Yeah, and I created that for people that aren't local to L.A. so they can at least do the digital course. Or people just like to, you know, learn in, in the mm-hmm. comfort of their own home. So you have you have options. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I mean, I've been talking about creating my digital course forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And I just I'm so busy and I, you know, don't have time. And you did it. You've created it. And it's out there. And, you know, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to people because I have so much wisdom and knowledge in my 40 something years in this business that I teach every day that I have to, it's coming. The, my digital course is yes, coming, but it is but the coming fact and is it's going to be, it's going to help a lot of people. So you got to get it done. The fact that, that you've done it and you're already helping people, you know, is, is awesome. So I applaud you. Bravo. Thank you. And, and I'm really proud of you. And, you know, you're not only a super model, you're a super wife, you're a super mother, you're like, you're just amazing. And I am so lucky to call you my wife. And I love you with all my heart. 
I love you. Thank you for always supporting my dreams. I couldn't have done it without you. I've always got your back. You're the wind beneath my wings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're getting mushy here. All right. (laughs) I love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please rate, review, share this with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't. Please take whatever you get from here, the golden nuggets, and apply them to your career. Go after your dreams with passion. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. I believe in you. Follow your dreams. I'll see you in Hollywood.